Welcome to the Exceptional Business Podcast, hosted by Nicondra Moran. Join me in this podcast as I discuss all the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, how that intertwines with life and our own personal journey to success and freedom. Hi, and welcome to the Exceptional Business Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about what the heck are all of these taxes and which ones do you pay as a business owner? So this is a very hot topic. I get this question all the time. Entrepreneurs are trying to figure out what are all of these different taxes? I'm going to name some of them. You've likely already heard of them or some of this may be new to you. So you have... And the ones that I'm going to talk about today are going to be five of them. So you have income tax, you have self-employment tax, you have payroll tax, sales tax, and estimated taxes. And a big common question I get is what is income tax versus quarterly estimated tax payments? Another question I get is, should I be making payments quarterly or should I be making payments annually? And I'll answer those questions for you as well. So let's start with income tax. And this is a very good podcast to have about this topic Because again, this is not something that we were taught in school. We were not taught how to understand taxes and how to really grow a business, right? And a lot of this information, we just don't know. And this can turn into a mindset issue as well, where you feel as an entrepreneur that you just are not enough. You cannot be the CEO to a million dollar business. Like you don't have it in you to be able to do what's necessary. And a lot of that may come from a feeling of a lack of knowledge, right? But what I always tell my clients is this is not something we were taught. You're likely not going to know this unless you had family members or you were in a family that had like generational self-employed business owners, right? If you didn't and you are a first generation business owner, you can quit the trauma over this ideology of you not being enough and just know that this is something that you have to learn. This is something that you just don't know, right? And over time with experience, as you continue to grow your business, and if you make it a priority as far as what your goals are, then you will know this and you know knowledge is power. And so this idea of I'm so nervous to grow my business because I don't know what I don't know. There are so many resources out here now with Google, with Facebook, with YouTube, with even podcasts like the one that I'm having today. So don't let that be a trigger for you as far as not going after your dreams because you have this trauma or this mindset that you may not be enough. So that just really fell on me. And I really wanted to say that. So let's get into these taxes and which ones are you liable for or what are they, right? What the heck are all of these taxes? 
All right. So let's first and foremost talk about income tax. So income tax is what I would call the everybody tax. This is the tax that everybody pays when they get ready to file their tax return. So it's based on your tax bracket. So whatever your taxable income is, that is the tax rate or bracket that you pay. And it is the everybody tax. So what that means is that anybody, whether you're self-employed, whether you have a W-2, any type of income, right? Unemployment income. This is the general tax that you pay when you file your annual tax return. If you have a W-2 and you are working for an employer, they are withholding these taxes out of your paycheck, both the federal income tax and your state income tax. So generally put, the income tax is going to be the everybody tax. It's the tax that you are paying based on the income that you brought in and based on your tax bracket. And that could be different for everyone, right? Because your tax bracket is based on your tax situation. Are you married? Are you single? Are you the head of household? Do you have any children? All of those things will determine what percentage or what bracket you pay for what you pay in taxes. And one person's tax rate who's single may be completely different than somebody who is married that has children. So that is income tax. All right. So the next tax that we are going to discuss is a self-employment tax. Self-employment tax is primarily for self-employed business owners. So if you are self-employed, you are paying income tax and you are paying self-employment tax. So when you are self-employed, it is very different than when you are working and receiving a W-2. When you are working, they are automatically taking out federal tax. They're taking out income tax. They're taking out social security. They're taking out Medicare. All of those taxes are taken out before you even get your paycheck in your hand. But when you are self-employed, it just doesn't work like that. You're getting everything in your pocket. You are getting paid pretty much everything that even would have been withheld. Everything is coming to you because you are self-employed. So as a result of that, because there's no taxes taken out of your paycheck, because there's no social security, because there's no Medicare, not only do you pay income tax, the everybody tax, but you also pay self-employment tax. And self-employment tax is 15.3% of your income, your self-employed income. So this is where quarterly estimated tax payments come into play because not only are you paying the income tax, but you also pay the self-employment tax. And depending on how much income you are bringing in, that will make you liable to make quarterly estimated tax payments. All right, so the next tax we have is payroll tax. Payroll tax is something that you pay when you have employees, or you are an employee to your business or someone else's company. So for example, if you hire someone and you are paying them on a W-2, 
then not only are you paying them their salary, but you pay a portion of their payroll taxes, which comprises of social security and Medicare taxes and unemployment taxes. And so that payroll tax is the portion that you pay for having an employee. And then also, if you are an employee to your business, then when you get your paycheck, you are withholding federal taxes, income taxes, social security, and Medicare, but then you also withhold from the employer side, the social security and Medicare tax. So the payroll taxes are comprised of social security, Medicare, unemployment tax that are also withheld from your paycheck in addition to the income tax and the state tax that is taken out of your account. So when you decide to elect to become a S corporation, for example, as a sole proprietor, you were likely just paying yourself from an owner's draw, right? You were just transferring the money from your business account to your personal account. But when you set up a S corporation for your business, one requirement is to also pay yourself a reasonable salary. And you pay that by way of payroll, paying yourself as a W-2. So that means that you are now an employee to your business. And once that occurs, once you start running payroll and paying yourself on a W-2, then you are also paying payroll taxes. And those payroll taxes are deductible to your S-corporation. So you have income tax, which is the everybody tax that anyone pays when you file a tax return claiming income. You have the self-employment tax, which is the additional 15.3% tax that you pay when you are self-employed. Self-employed people have that income tax and self-employment tax. And then you also have now payroll taxes, which are associated when you have employees or if you are an employee to your business. And one of the biggest advantages of being an S corporation while we are on this topic is because of the fact that you can bypass the self-employment tax. So the reason why a lot of sole proprietors, you know, if you are filing on a Schedule C, the tax bill you may feel is significantly higher. Or if you are someone who is bringing in a profit and when you get ready to file, you may be, you know, wow, like why are the taxes so high? Or I can't believe that I owe this much in taxes. I feel like I didn't make that much. But really what you're seeing is that self-employment income tax that you have to pay on your income being a sole proprietor. So like one of the strategies to becoming an S corporation is the fact that you're able to bypass that self-employment tax. But the caveat behind that is you'll be able to bypass that self-employment tax and you won't have to pay that 15.3%. But now you have to pay yourself a reasonable salary on a W-2. And then of course there's payroll taxes that are associated with that. So it is a great strategy to have, but those are pretty much the differences of the self-employment tax. And then, of course, once you have employees or you are an employee to your business, then you start incurring what's called payroll taxes. Have you checked out our ETS VIP week yet? Our VIP week is a laser-focused week where we partner directly with you to help organize the finances side to your business. 
Freedom comes from the power of knowing your numbers, and we will create a financial structure for your business that will give you so much clarity around your numbers. Check out our website to learn more about our ETS VIP week and book a call today. All right, and then now we have sales tax. And sales tax are taxes on physical goods. And this is also a very hot topic because you have a lot of states that differ in on what's considered a good or what is subject to sales tax. But in general, just like, you know, if you go and purchase something from a store or some type of item, you know that when you get your receipt, you also pay sales tax. So it's the same. It's tax on physical goods. But there are some states that actually tax digital goods. So if there are digital products that you sell, like if you sell like a digital, I don't know, a digital planner or like some type of digital product, there are some states that want you to actually collect sales tax on that as well. A really good guide is this website called Tax Jar, which is a site that you can use to also help automate your sales tax filings if it's something that you don't want to do. I have some of my clients that use Tax Jar and they've been great, but they have a really good guide that breaks down per state based on what you sell if your items or your digital goods or digital products is subject to sales tax. So I feel like that's a very good thing to look at, especially if you are a digital creator that creates actual like Etsy uh, products or planners or physical digital products that you sell to your clients and they purchase it and they download it to their computer. That's a good website to look at that breaks it down by state. And a lot of entrepreneurs don't know this because they automatically may think that it's not subject to sales tax, but there are some states that actually want you to collect sales tax on some of your digital goods. So that's something to check out. I'll leave that link in the show notes. So that is sales tax. All right, so we talked about income tax, self-employment tax, payroll tax, sales tax. The last one that I'm going to talk about is estimated tax payments or quarterly estimated tax payments. So estimated tax payments are, this is the IRS's way of having you as a self-employed business owner pay your taxes. So the IRS considers taxes a pay-as-you-go system. What that means is when you get ready to file your tax return, the IRS really does not want you to owe. They look at taxes as a pay-as-you-go system. When you are working and receiving a W-2, every time you get paid, a little bit comes out. So you are paying your taxes as you go during the year. And hopefully at the end of the year, you are either getting a refund or you broke even. But when you are self-employed, again, it doesn't work like that because you are getting everything in your pocket. So that means that they're not withholding anything. So the way that the IRS tries to correct that, of course, is by way of quarterly estimated tax payments, which means that if you are self-employed, then you will still pay as you go during the year, but you would pay it manually 
by way of quarterly estimated tax payments in four quarters during the year. So it's still like a pay-as-you-go type of ideology to prevent yourself from owing a balance when you get ready to file your return during tax season. So as far as like who's liable to make quarterly estimated tax payments, the IRS says that if you expect to owe $1,000 or more when you file your tax return, then you are liable to make estimated tax payments. And if you do not make these payments and when you file, if you owe $1,000 or more, then the IRS will assess a failure to make adequate estimated tax payments penalty. So they'll assess a penalty to your account if you did not make any estimated tax payments. And when you file, you owe over $1,000. So you want to avoid that penalty. And you also don't want to have to owe a big balance, right? Nobody wants to file and owe a significant balance. So if you are self-employed and you are really running a profitable business, you need to be making estimated tax payments. And I know that this is very hard for a lot of entrepreneurs. Some of them struggle with cash flow or they feel like they don't want to make the payments during the year. But if you can make the payments, it is a lot. It's a better decision to make because not only does it take the stress off of you, which is why it's so important to try to have a budget and to try to not just look at the income that you get from your business as all yours, you know, and that's really the another method behind the profit first is that you realize that that money that's coming to you because it's coming all in your pocket, there's nothing that's taken out. So you need to allocate money to put to the side for your taxes. You also need to allocate money to put to the side for your savings or for reinvesting back into the business. So when you are getting your money, you also need to start to save a percentage of it for your taxes. And the amounts that you save can vary, right? Because again, it's based on your tax situation. Somebody who is single may need to withhold around 25 to 30%, depending on how much income they're bringing in, right? They may need to withhold a bigger percentage for taxes versus somebody who is married with three children. They may not have to withhold that amount because their tax bracket is lower, right? So the amount that you make varies. So a big common question I get is how much do I pay? And you can estimate it. There are, we have a, a spreadsheet that we give and that's also in our exceptional business course. And that's just based on just like a flat percentage, like 6% for state tax or six to seven, it varies, right? Or 25 to 30% or 25 to 30% for your income tax. But again, that's just a estimate because we are unaware of what your tax situation is. So to really have an accurate projection to be able to see how much do I really owe in quarterly estimated tax payments or how much should I actually be saving, you really won't know that unless you work with an accountant, which is the reason why we started offering year-round services where not only do you get just tax prep with us, but now our new packages are also including two calls during the year. So you get like a preferably a mid-year call and a year-end call. And that's because we realize that 
after you file your taxes, we can estimate quarterly estimated tax payments for you. And you may have accountants that you work with that also do that for you. They'll print and calculate some estimated tax payments. But a lot of the times it's based on your current income from that tax year, from what you just filed. And your income for the next upcoming year, well, for this year that you're in, could be significantly different. So for example, if you file your 2021 tax return and you owe a balance, the accountant may print or calculate some estimated tax payments for you based on around how your business did for 2021, unless you tell them otherwise. But your income can significantly increase during 2022, which really makes those quarterly estimated tax payments off, right? And when you get ready to file, you made those estimated tax payments, but they weren't enough. You underpaid because your income, your profit is now significantly higher. It could be doubled of that from the previous year. So the best way to get a projection and to be able to see like how much do I owe in quarterly estimated tax payments is to really work with your accountant during the year. Otherwise, you would just have to make a good faith estimate based on how you think your tax, based on a percentage. And then every quarter, you put that aside and pay your quarterly estimated tax payments. So there are four quarters that you pay during the year. You have around April, which is quarter one, June, which is quarter two, September, which is quarter three. And that one is coming up. And then you also have the January of the next year, which is quarter four. So a good practice is to say, okay, from January to March, I'll take my income minus all of the tax deduction expenses and whatever that bottom number is, whatever your profit is, then you take a percentage and that's the amount that you will pay towards your estimated tax payments for quarter one April 15th, if that's the due date. It varies depending on holidays, but generally April 15th. So that's how you would make your quarterly estimated tax payment. So you have to make a practice of setting aside money for your taxes, especially if your business is gaining a lot of profitability. So that is what estimated tax payments are. It is the self-employed business owner, for example, way of still utilizing a pay-as-you-go type of system, which is what the IRS wants in a way for you to be able to pay your taxes during the year so that when you get ready to file, you do not owe or you owe very little because you've prepaid it during the year. And then it's also to help you prevent penalties and interest from accruing on your account. And that will be another topic that I'll discuss, like balances, owing the IRS, and then also tax deductions and what's considered a valid deduction and so forth. So I hope that this was helpful. We broke down income tax, self-employment tax, payroll tax, sales tax, and quarterly estimated tax payments. So hopefully now you have a good idea of what these taxes are and which ones you're liable for as a business owner. If you need more, check out our website. We have so many resources. We have a blog section. We have DIY resources and done for you services. 
So you can't say you don't know what you don't know because Exceptional Tax Services is here for all of our entrepreneurs out here, whether you are coming from even a first-generation business owner and you just feel like you're clueless. We are here to help you so that you can reach your dreams. And we've helped so many entrepreneurs scale through accounting, being able to get them legit, get their business structures set up, making sure that all of their finances are in order, making sure that we just lay the foundation for them. So I hope that this episode was helpful and I will see you in the next one. For all your bookkeeping, tax, business consulting, and coaching needs, check out our website, www.exceptionaltaxservices.com. We have resources and done-for-you services that can assist you in your entrepreneurial journey.